and truth, loud sounding wisdom, sing to the Lord a new song. Daughter and son, Lord praying members, sing to the Lord a new song. He hath done marvelous things, I too We continue our service at the top of our bulletin. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed, alleluia. On this day the Lord has acted. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, open our lips. And, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Hallelujah. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Alleluia, the Lord is risen indeed.
Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Alleluia. Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Alleluia. Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ shall all be made alive. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he has heard the voice of my supplication, because he has inclined his ear to me whenever I call upon him. The cords of death entangled me. The grip of the grave took hold of me. I came to grief and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray you save my life. How shall I for all the good things he has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of his, all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his servants. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have freed me from my bonds. I will offer you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all of his people. In the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Song of Mary. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. Blessed, The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy. The promise he made to our fathers, Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, 
is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Acts 2. Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And he testified with many other arguments and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So those who welcomed his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 persons were added. The word of the Lord. Speed of God. And speed of God. Glory in excelsis. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you. We give you thanks. We praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the first letter of Peter. If you invoke as Father, the one who judges all people impartially according to their deeds, live in reverent fear during the time of your exile. You know that you were ransomed from the feudal ways inherited from your ancestors, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without defect or blemish. He was destined before the foundation of the world, but as what was revealed at the end of the ages for your sake. Through him, you have come to trust in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are set on God. Now that you have purified your souls by your obedience to the truth, so that you have genuine mutual love, love one another deeply from the heart. You have been born anew, not of perishable, but of imperishable seed through the living and enduring word of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. 
Now, on that same day, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all the things that happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucify him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself and all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he was going on, but they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were open, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while we were talking, while he was talking to us on the road, when he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem. They found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, the Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The word of the Lord. The road to Emmaus is a story that resonates deeply with me. It's one that when I encounter within this season I find comfort and grace. It bears the question, what exactly do we expect the coming of the kingdom of God to look like? What exactly do we expect to happen with the resurrection? Within this story, we are encountering disciples who did not get what they were bargaining for. That line, when they look at Jesus with sadness, Because all these things have happened, and yet how has the world changed? I imagine all of us share a story of getting something we want and it feeling nothing like what we expected, and the grief and sadness that can come with that. 
to have everything you have hoped for, and yet to carry with it grief. A story I have shared before when it comes to the Emmaus story. I've shared often in this community about caring for my father while he was sick with cancer. And of course, it was our prayer that he would get well and live. I mean, that's just kind of the standard thing. And it was my final year of seminary. And Scott and I, three weeks after our wedding, moved in with Scott's parents and my father all under one roof. Not quite what you expect marriage to look like, but there we were. And I was hired at a new job in Menlo Park. And so Scott and I and my father all moved into an apartment together. Those of you who have walked the road of cancer for yourself or a loved one knows that it is not easy. You know that chemotherapy takes its toll. You know that living has a price. At a certain point, we recognized that perhaps our prayers were being answered, that dad's numbers were going down, that he was living despite all the odds of pancreatic cancer, and yet it looked nothing like what we prayed for. It looked like doctor's appointments and weakness and illness and sadness. It looked like anxiety and depression for my father, and it looked like my husband and I, as a newlywed couple, living indefinitely with a parent. We created a routine for ourselves. In the evenings after dinner, we would go for a walk. We would walk our community, and of course it was California and beautiful and sunny, and we weren't in quarantine. And it's the place where we would share our grief. Our grief at how life was looking, our joy at my father living, and yet the weight that came with that answered prayer, the future of caretaking, and the fact that we could never return to what was before. There was no winding back of the clock to go back to the days before chemotherapy. There was no winding back of the clock to go to the days before he was ill or anxious. That the future that lay ahead of us was going to forever and irrevocably be different than anything we had expected. It was not exactly what we had prayed for and yet we wouldn't trade it for the world. Those walks were a place to name the grief of how life was appearing and turning out, how it looked nothing like we expected. It was a healing and powerful exercise for us. To name our grief in the midst of joy, to name our sadness in the midst of resurrection, is modeled to us by the disciples. These disciples who have heard all that is foretold encountered something that they never expected. 
sadness and grief at what the resurrection actually looked like. This is not what they expected. Especially if these disciples lived and practiced in the Jewish community, resurrection should have looked like oppressors being would have looked like oppressors being removed from power. It would have looked like resurrection for all people. It would have looked like the kingdom of God. And yet what they had instead was a missing body, a wounded savior, stories of resurrection. But how had the world actually changed? Had powers been overthrown? Or did it still feel like the powers that be were victorious? Because Christ had died, and even if these stories of resurrection were true, the world seemed to still be as it always had been. The resurrection did not look the way that people expected. It did not in many ways fulfill the scriptures. It did not fulfill, in most ways, the Jewish expectation of what the Savior would look like. It is no surprise that his disciples felt grief and that they shared it with one another as they walked. It is no surprise that an empty tomb did not immediately shout resurrection and alleluia. It is no surprise that the disciples were so wary to believe. What exactly do we expect the kingdom of God to look like? What exactly are we praying for? In the resurrection of Christ, we have an extraordinary story. Power that is unbelievable. And yet, in the moment of his resurrection, is the beginning of a new path for many of us. It is not the conclusion of the coming kingdom of God. Instead, it is the mandate to all of us to do the work of bringing that reality. Jesus says to the disciples that he will be known in the breaking of the bread. He will be known in the ways in which we gather and share in community. It is not so simple to say that he is resurrected and then everything is changed, but instead is giving us the work to do of making him known throughout the world, of gathering in community and creating a new world that looks and feels and is shaped like the kingdom of God. It will never be a turning back of the clock. Even Jesus in his resurrection bore the wounds of the crucifixion. We move forward with all of the past still with us, but with great power to bring about beauty and change in this world. Many of us are sitting in grief in some way, shape, or form. Though we live in a world unlike the ones the disciples lived in. We know what it is like to fear. We know what it is like to be uncertain. 
We know what it is like to have a future that is unknown to us. And for that, we can grieve. For that, we can share in our sadness. But as we come together and share in that, we too can still break bread, metaphorically speaking, especially here and now, in the ways in which we can still gather and share those stories and laments, to share how the world looks nothing like we expected it. This is not the Easter season any of us have planned for, but yet here we are, trying to find our alleluia in the midst of it. Name your laments, name your hopes, name dreams not realized, but know that the beauty of the kingdom of God is still within reach in the world that we can create from this brokenness, from this pain, from this sorrow. For Christ is with us. Perhaps he is wounded, but so are we. And the kingdom of God can still come forth. Amen. We continue together in our bulletin on page six, professing our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord. Grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world. For only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care. And guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth. Your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God. And sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, whose blessed Son made himself known to the disciples in the breaking of the bread, open the eyes of our faith that we may behold him in all his redeeming work who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. 
O God, you make us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of your Son, our Lord. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you that the week to come may be spent in your favor through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, the author of peace and love and concord, to know you is eternal life and to serve you is perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversity through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, guide the people of this land and of all nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours, especially those celebrating birthdays. Bob Thorpe, Cher Hiskin, Cindy Feuerstein, Stephen Grumbly, Rebecca Hall, Emmett Maloof, Nancy McCraney, John Paulson, Lauren Milkey, Margaret Philbrick, and Colin McCanna. And grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit especially the Reverend John Allen, Jerry Griffith Beggs, Niall Clark, Diane Goodman, Richard Hall, Lorna Hamill, Joyce Hedges, Petey Hernandez, Anna Hooper, Peter Mackenheimer, Louisa Martinez, Jeffrey Nemec, Kelsey Nemec, John Pluth, Chrissy Perkis, Sue Rawlings, Alan Reed, Karen Rowley, Ailani Sanchez, Ron Smith, Vicki Smith, Don Snow, Lillian Snow, William Victory, Michael Wandell, Julie Wiegand, Peter Wiley, and King County inmates, and all those suffering in any way from the coronavirus. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, we commend to your mercy all who have died, especially Larry Brown, Ann Cooper, Forrest Glass, Evie Grace Nemec, Matt Temple, and those who mourn, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. 
So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless, <coughs> Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We will have a prelude from Tim, <clears throat> and then we will gather back for some announcements and coffee hour. So don't go anywhere. Thank you. 